Today is Friday, October 13th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Today's episode is brought to you by Newly, my newest favorite subscription rental service. Renting new items from Newly monthly helps me keep my closet up to date on new trends without ever having to make purchases that I'll regret later. Newly is a great value at $98 per month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up at nuuly.com with the code MORNING20. The tragedy in Israel and Gaza continues. Right now, Gaza is without power, fuel, and water, and the expected Israeli ground incursion has not even begun yet. An unprecedented number of Israeli reservists have been mobilized, stationing 360,000 additional forces near the Gaza Strip and in northern Israel, where Hezbollah presents an additional threat to the country. But back to Gaza. Israel's energy minister said yesterday that utilities will not be turned back on until all of the Israeli hostages are returned. Until then, over 2 million people will go without basic necessities. At the same time, the United States says that they're exploring the possibility of creating a humanitarian corridor to evacuate Americans from the area. I mean, can we evacuate some innocent children once we have the corridor? Or is there a quota? U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken touched down in Israel yesterday and delivered a message of solidarity alongside Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. While he's in the region, Blinken also plans to visit American allies Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Qatar, and the UAE, making this his most extensive visit since he took office in 2021. Also yesterday, the Biden administration promised that they will secure funding for both Israel and Ukraine even while the House of Representatives is without a speaker that would enable such funding to actually be passed. More on that later. Hopefully this hasn't been readily apparent to anyone listening just yet, but a former Hamas leader called for today to be a day of jihad for Muslim communities around the world, calling on them to hold mass protests, show anger, and send a message of rage to the Zionists and to America. Meanwhile, the frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, the four times indicted Donald Trump, has apparently turned on his old friend, Prime Minister Bibi, after publicly criticizing him during a campaign speech on Wednesday night. Trump also criticized Israeli intelligence for last Saturday's attack, calling Israel's defense minister a jerk, while praising Hezbollah as, quote, very smart. Of course, people jumped to criticize Trump's remarks, But this is a man who called himself a very stable genius. So perhaps it is not the compliment to Hezbollah that you'd think. Remember the $6 billion that the United States and Qatar were going to pay Iran in exchange for the release of five Americans who they had imprisoned? Well, as you know, the prisoners are back. But the U.S. and Qatar have now agreed to deny Iran access to the billions. This is because the money was meant to be under strict supervision and conditions that it only be used for humanitarian purposes. And while U.S. officials said the money was not necessarily going to be frozen permanently, they said that permission to spend it under the current arrangement will be denied for the foreseeable future. It's unclear whether the funds will eventually be declared permanently off-limits, and although the administration has not seen intelligence that Iran directly assisted Hamas with the assault in Israel, they have been a major backer of them for decades. So putting restrictions on the money wouldn't do much given the fungibility of money. I think we've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. 
on that note, this was not the October 13th that I had in mind. Now on to the House of Representatives. Representative Steve Scalise is out of the race for Speaker of the House before it's even really begun, after he announced last night that he is withdrawing his nomination. His decision was not entirely spelled out, but it could perhaps have something to do with the fact that he would not be able to get a majority of the votes in the House to actually secure the Speaker's seat, despite winning the nomination in the Republican caucus. But I guess not everybody wants to submit themselves to 15 embarrassing rounds of utter humiliation. Right, Kevin? As predicted, there is still no viable alternative for Speaker in the Republican caucus. And it's not like this is a chaotic moment for that to be happening whatsoever. It must be bonus indictment season because Senator Bob Menendez joins George Santos on the list of Congress members who received new indictments on top of their existing indictments this week. The new superseding indictment alleges that Menendez accepted bribes from a foreign government and that he acted as a foreign agent, claiming that he provided sensitive U.S. government information that secretly aided the government of Egypt. Generally, as a public official, acting as a foreign agent would be squarely illegal. The indictment says that Menendez promised to take, and took, a series of acts on behalf of Egypt, including its military and intelligence officials, and that he conspired to do so with his wife Nadine and a business associate. Specifically, they allege that Menendez sent two letters to the DOJ, asking that an unnamed former member of Congress be investigated as a foreign agent, ironic, and lobbied the State Department to increase American engagement in Egyptian relations involving Ethiopia, Sudan, and the construction of a dam over the Nile River. Obviously a very pressing issue for the residents of New Jersey. Menendez, unsurprisingly, dismissed the new charges as false. He would, wouldn't he? For our final headline this week, we have sort of made it. Negotiations between SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP have been suspended, with the gap between the two parties reportedly, quote, too great for conversations to move in a productive direction. The actor strike has been going on since July 14th and will likely take a minute to resume, given that one Hollywood executive said that the studio side will spend, quote, as much time as it takes to reach a resolution. I imagine it will be quite slow because you should see how they move when they are trying to reach a resolution. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media, and thanks again to our partner, Newly. If there's anything I hate as much as I love shopping, it is wasting money. Renting new items from Newly every month helps me keep my closet up to date on new trends without making purchases that I will later regret. Newly gives you great bang for your buck at just $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up at NUULY.com with the code MORNING20. So try it out. That is NUULY.com code MORNING20 to get $20 off your first month. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.